Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. Do you want to go directly into, you know, the what that mouth do? I got, I got, um, I got some questions before we do what that mouth do. Yeah, um, let's go. I just want to get a feel for the listeners out here. Um, mm-hmm. First question is, what has been already the worst smelling thing you've ever smelled in your life thus far? And be- before. Oh. <laughs> this you can answer it Greg just to the uh of what what you've dealt with thus far the the worst smell I have ever smelled oh my god in life mm. in life oh damn I was gonna say like last week but no <laughs> oh the the worst smell I've ever smelled in life I would possibly yeah. roadkill um, I know that's a very like vague thing, but it was a specific roadkill. Um, like my parents, they live in like the suburb, like the, the suburb suburbs where like it, it goes from being like not fancy homes and stuff like that to like just dirt fucking roads, and it just mm-hmm. it keeps going. And the um, the levels of roadkill are like you know it goes from being deers to being shit that is just like you don't you don't know what the fuck it is. So. We had, like one day we came home from dinner. We went to like Outback Steakhouse or something. Mm. Come home from dinner and I smelled something. I was like, yo, what the, f- what is that smell? And, mm-hmm. you know, we're tr- we tried to guess exactly what the smell was. We were trying to figure out if it was like a raccoon, if it was a deer. Come to find out it was a dead body. And oh, I've always wondered what that smell you like. But my, yeah. To be a firefighter in Philadelphia. And the thing for me, smell that you'll never forget. And, and that's the thing. Everybody told me the same thing. They're like, well, we don't know what the dead body smells like. I'm like, mind you, we didn't know because we didn't see the dead body. It's one of those things where you smell it, and you're like, okay, I don't know what the fuck that is. Now I, I'm just going to assume because it, it didn't. It wasn't roadkill. 
it smelled like it was in something. So, mm. you know, we looked at the newspaper and like, oh, well, you know, there was something that was, you know, rotting on the side of the road, blah, 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 blah. I'm mm-hmm. assuming it was a dead body because, you know, the news stations wouldn't say exactly what it was. They said that it was something that had died and it was in something that was encased. So I said, OK. Mm-hmm. And the rumors were, oh, well, it was a dead body. As a result, every time I look at Boys in the Hood, when somebody says, you know, when a dude says, hey, y'all want to see a dead body? The answer is yeah. absolutely fucking no. That's what I always think about when I when, when I think about the idea of smelling a dead body. That's gross. Yeah. The- yeah, the the only other thing that I think had the worst smell of all time was a a potential one night stand that had to go home. Um, oh, no. do, do you want me to dig deep? Body, no, I, I, I don't. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. You, you said no, which means yes. So basically, what happened was um, so basically, yeah, so basically, there was a a young lady that um had, had come over i was about like maybe 19 or 20 and mm-hmm. at this time you know i'm home from college and stuff like that and you know my mom my you know my stepdad and my sister they had gone out of town actually no my sister was with us so basically the mom and the dad they went out of town. i think they went skiing or something so they went skiing and the rule of the house was this if you want to have friends over let us know but no parties you know don't have people in the house over a certain time. And more importantly, you need to let us know we're there just in case something happens, right? But at that, you know, at this point in life, we weren't going and partying and drinking and stuff like that. We're like fucking 19, 20 years old, right? If anything, you want people to come over, play PlayStation, kick it, and then everybody goes home. Cool. Me, however, I'm a hornball at 19 and 20. At this point, you know, mm. I, I was like peak hoe phase. Now, the ex that I was dating at the same time, like she'll tell you differently, but that, that's another story for another day. So, Anyways, I was a hoe. So I went and I, I called this young lady over and, you know, we're shooting the shit. She's telling me, oh, well, your parents are out of town. Let me come through. Right. So she comes through and she, I mean, she's looking good. The ass is just like it's, it's sitting up high. Ass sitting up <laughs> real high. The, t- the, the titties are percolating. Like she's looking good. She's smelling good. She, she, you know, she, she smelled like, you know, the Victoria's Secret. Uh, What, what was that shit that the, 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 the young lady used to wear? Yeah, the little body mist shit. I'm like, oh yeah, like we, we she about to catch this meat. That's what she about to do. She about to catch this meat. So <laughs> yeah, so I'm 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 sitting there ready to give her the meat, right? So I go and as sure as you know, I, I ain't gonna take it that far. Basically, what happened was we get down to the basement because I was like, all right, my sister's upstairs with her friend, and they're you know they're kicking it. So I'm I'm in the basement with this girl, right, and. You know, I'm I'm ready to get it in. I'm like, oh, I, I'm getting it in. So I, I pulled down the little the stretch leggings that she had on. I think it was like parasucos uh-huh. at the time, but whatever. So I, I pulled the little parasucos down, and she had the cute she had the little cute underwear on the, the little thong that had the ugly ass little string. And then it was real fat in the front and it had the little the little. Did it have green? No, 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 no. All I know is a, a certain whiff hit me right. Shit. A, a certain, a certain right. hit me, and um, you you, you know, I, I don't want because this person probably is still on my Facebook. It probably listens to the show. However, so all I know is I'm sitting there and I was like, "Yo, I'm just sorry I gotta go to the bathroom." But she tells me before I guess she realized that she smelled right. So she goes, she's like, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go freshen up. Now, I didn't think when she said she was going to go freshen up that she was actually going to go freshen up. Yeah. Meaning like, she's going to take a whole bath in my bathroom, right? So 
she goes, she goes to the bathroom and she went, but she didn't take her clothes. She went like, you know, she just had her little thong on and, you know, she had her little shirt still on, but she ran into the bathroom because it was in the basement. So my sister comes from the living room because they're on like the floor above us. She, she's like, Gregory, what the fuck is that smell? What the fuck is going on down there? And I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? She was like, are y'all fucking down there? Are y'all having sex? You know, what's going on? I smell something. I smell something, right? So then <laughs> basically, like I told down her, I was like, yo, I was, I was like ass and potato I, chips. No, no, this, this shit was bad. This shit was so bad. <laughs> It, it was it was so bad it, it was so bad that my sister could smell it a floor up. So then what happened was <laughs> coming through the vents. It's coming through the vents. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it was coming through the vents. And then on top of this shit, after you know, we, like we didn't do anything, so I didn't have sex with her because at that point I'm embarrassed. I'm like, okay, like so clearly it wasn't just me that noticed something smell. And the fact that the girl went to the bathroom, so the girl was embarrassed. She was like, you know, I'm gonna go. I gotta, you know, I gotta go. Blah 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 blah. So she goes, gets her clothes on, and she bounces right. And me, you know, I go upstairs. I'm mad because I ain't getting no ass. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, like, I don't want to have gangrene on my dick, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let me just go ahead and just a- a- act like this never happened, right? But what it's I forgot to do, thing. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I forgot. I forgot. So basically, remember I told you, I went upstairs. And that was the end mm-hmm. of my night. Went upstairs. That was the end of my night. The next day, they get back from the ski trip. So mm-hmm. they get back from the ski trip. And I forgot to spray the basement. So no. the basement smelled. The basement smelled like Badusi, right? So oh my, my 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 mother, and you know she she's like Gregory, who you have in the house? And I was like, what you mean? So obviously, you know, she goes to my sister. She was like, who do you have in the house? And and my sister, my sister, she tried to protect me. She was like, no, nah, you know, some of his friends came over. Blah blah. blah. She was like, some of them who came over? And you know, nobody has like smart cameras at this point in time, right? So she was like, right. did you have a girl in here? I was like, yeah. And she was like. She, and my mom tells me, she was like, you had sex with that stinking ass girl? What the fuck? I was like, no, like we kicked her out. So honestly, to this to this day, my mom tells me, she was like, you can smell musk through the fabric. So if her pussy stink, you, you better not fuck with it. So basically, that is probably like the second worst smell that I've ever smelled. And I, I want to FaceTime my sister and just ask her, let me see. You know what? Let me see if I can FaceTime her while I'm on this phone. Because... I don't think anybody would believe me. So let me see. Listen, Do we have any voicemail? Smell y'all have ever smelled. For me, it would have to be while well, Gray's reaching out for this call. Um, for me, it would have to be my mom cooking unseasoned meat. Oh no. She wasn't cooking it for us to eat. She wasn't cooking for no human being to eat. She was cooking it for the dog to eat outside. I don't know if y'all know, but Jamaicans, they don't really believe in buying dogs real dog food. They Mm -hmm. believe giving them like the spare food that you have left over that nobody wants to eat anymore, scraps, or you cook them down food and you give it to them like that's a mixture of all types of shit, but it's not seasoned. That shit disturbs my peace to this day just remembering what that smell smelled like. It just smelled like something died and you have the nerve to be boiling it up to cook it. Mm-mm-mm. 
That's what like when you, when, you, when you say unseasoned, like it literally, like there was no, she just cooked it just I, with like no salt, no pepper, no nothing. Because it's old and you put it in a pot and you cook it down. And then once it's cooked down, you serve it to the dog. Like oh, there, no. there's oh. dogs belonging, like Jamaicans are very like, oh, the dogs have to be in the yard. Like you don't bring no damn dogs in the house and they're supposed to protect the house, but they don't feed them real dog food. Now the Americanized Jamaicans might, but the ones in Jamaica, like my mom, hell no, taking down the dog mm. meat. Mm-mm-mm. Hold on. So let me, let me see if I can, if I can reach out to her. Let me see. So I just text her to see if she's available. She says she is. So we're, we're going to have this FaceTime call. And I'm going to see if she can answer the story and confirm what I said. Hello? Hey, little sister. How are you doing? You are drunk? That's good. That's good. You you are currently right now the first guest of Foul Mouth Stereo. Say hi, everybody. What's up? Okay. So, so Chan can hear you. You can't hear her. Basically, nobody can hear you other than us hearing you. So, basically, I'm repeating a story about what happened when I brought that girl to Ma's house. Do you remember what happened? Do you remember the story? Yep. Well, how, how did that story go? The girl who put his face. Did, did everybody hear that? So, the girl who pussy stink. Now, you remember after she left, it still smelled, right? Yeah, that's how mom used to buy it in house. See? So, I, I, just, I just wanted to confirm. I wanted people to know I was not lying about that story. So, and you're laughing about it because it's, st- it's still funny to this day. So I just, I just wanted to, you know, call you and let you, you know, tell the audience that I do not lie and that is an actual story that happened. <laughs> so exactly, if you if you could tell the listeners, what did it smell like? Yeah, it smelled like hot dog water mixed with like fucking sardines and crab meat. I don't know. That's incredible. Did you say it smelled like hot dog water and crab meat? Okay. Right. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Thank you. Thank you, sis. I will call you back later. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. <laughs> so that is reference for anybody who did not believe my story. Hot dog water and crab meat, dog. No. The fact that that combination just smells disgusting and I'm just thinking about it is proof that that shit smelled. So if any of y'all that are currently listening, like Chan, can you please repeat what the question is? That way people who are listening can know what we're talking about. What has to be the worst smelling thing you've ever smelled in your life thus far? So clearly everybody knows that the worst smell that I've smelled was a young vagina that smelled like hot dog water and crab meat. So uh, that's going to be the name of the show. <laughs> old, old stale vagina. Bro, that, I, I feel like that's going to be the next. If we have to make this a two-part episode, part two is going to be called Hot Dog Water and Crab Meat. I just really, and as a woman, I wonder all the time, how can you walk around with that pussy and constantly be moving and getting whiffs 
and you don't know that your pussy stinks. You need somebody to tell you that your pussy stinks. Yeah, but the thing, like, you know your pussy stinks. You just hope that they don't care. Because honestly, men just men don't care. They men, should. Care. I, I can tell you, they should. I, I I would hope that most men, like, I get it. Sometimes you're in a pinch, and you're like, you know what? I gotta have. It's been a couple weeks. Now, I've heard a guy saying they ain't had sex in like 17 weeks. I feel for you. I'm all for <laughs> abstinence and like waiting. 17 weeks is a long motherfucking time. This 17 is weeks is a long. For a man. I'm going on a year. Starting November. Wait, starting in November? Like November will be like the year. Oh, fuck yeah. no. Okay. So here's a thing. Actually, okay. So here's here's my law. Here's my, my my sexual law. And the law is this. I got to have that shit. When I say it, like I don't even want I don't even I don't want hair. I don't want to get jerked. So I just need some sex. And my timeline is I'd say about two weeks. I can go a week, maybe two weeks, but trust me, you you will catch it. And then when I say you won't catch it, there's going to be a lot of thrusting. And more importantly, like who like, are you? When I, I try. Who are you when you don't get the pussy? When, when when I when I don't get the pussy, I'm not even me. I just start doing and saying things that might come <laughs> off as rude. Like, like, like. Honestly, I, I think a, a lot of my um, a lot of not my characteristics, but a lot of things that are normal, like my senses, shut down when I don't get ass. Like, say, for example, if it's been a week, my hearing just starts to fuck up. All of a sudden, like, you start asking me questions. I'm like, huh? 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 Like, the reason why I'm doing that, I heard what you said, but you ain't gave me no ass. So all of a sudden, I'm developing amnesia. I don't know what the fuck you said. I ain't hear you because all I hear is what I'm supposed to hear, which is the clapping of said cheeks. And that's what I want. Call, call me selfish, call me an asshole. Somebody will be like, well, damn, Greg, like, does sex matter that much to you? Absolutely. Absolutely. There are three things men, there are three things men need in this world. Vagina. Okay. Check. Alcohol. Mm. No, that, that leads to babies. <laughs> that's why they need, the, that's why they need the alcohol. And number three is a game. It's a gaming system. There are three ways to please a man. That's why I said they only need three things. Alcohol, vagina, and a gaming system. You can please any man with just the bare minimum. Like, for me, I know for a fact, just like any other human, like, if you give me a phone that is at 100%, I will not bother you for three to four hours. If I have to sit at, like, you know, in a line for something, I can be there for three or four hours and not bother you, not talk to you. However, it's different when you're talking sex. Like, if you know for a fact, like every night you lay next to somebody and you ain't got no ass, that starts to roll into your calendar, into your mental. You're like, yo, like you laying next to me, looking all fucking good. You walking around, like as a married man, there's nothing worse than knowing that you the last time you had sex was like Tuesday and some shit like that. You be sitting like, yo, like I, I had sex on Tuesday and it's Friday, but mind you. It's different because she ain't going home. She's not going to her respective place. What she's doing is she laying right next to you. And th- I'm telling you, ain't nothing better than seeing 
a woman come out the shower, the pussy be glistening, the nipples be all extra hard with little drops, like droplets of water and shit on them. And you just want to suck on them. You just want to suck them titties. That's, that's all the fuck you want to do. But the thing is, you, you don't want to be an asshole and be like, hey, you know, can I get some ass? And there's no real proper way to ask a woman, like, let me get the cheeks without sounding like an asshole. Like, I've tried it because I'm an asshole. I'm like, hey, yo, like, and you do, like, we do little subliminal things. Like, we rub our dick on you or when you're in the kitchen cooking, like, just even though there's a lot of space between the two, you just got to rub your dick across just, just to let her know, like, what's up? Or, you know, I, I'm petty. I send you ass a text message. We can be sitting right beside each other. And if I give you that devil emoji, trust me, you know what time it is. And, you know, the, the wife, she'll see it and she'll hit the hee hee hee. Like, she's, you know, like, like stuff is sweet. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just being cool. I'm being coy. No, I'm trying to drop this dick up in you. And it, it's just what it is. So I, I feel for the people who are practicing abstinence. No, if yeah. you practice abstinence and you decide that you want to go and you know, just wait a year to have sex. Trust me, be my guest. All I pray for you is at that one year mark at three, was it day hundred, uh, 366, you mm. go ahead and you do some of your best fucking, I'm talking about, I want you to pull out all the toys, get you a sex screen, get you that shit that hangs over your bedroom door. Like act like y'all <laughs> at the playground. Fuck. Go, go do all that nasty kinky shit. And tell me about it right into the show and let us know how that fucking is. Because we want to know. We are intrigued. But hold on. We, we got some voicemails. We actually got two. So let's just go ahead and listen to these. So here we go. You got two of them right, but that alcohol, you got that completely wrong. Ed man don't drink. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every, every man don't drink. So maybe I should have said alcohol and weed. And even if you don't smoke, like, give a nigga some food. Like, Food, alcohol, and weed—they they fuel the dick. I'm telling you, they fuel the dick. Me, I'm a little bit different. I like to drink. I don't drink uh, vodka because I've had bad nights. But you like, could just add more on there. You, you can't add more pussy. Like men like more pussy. But the thing is, like, like when you like, we're we gonna, we gonna touch now. I'm 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 gonna say I'm gonna save that for later. I'm gonna say that for later while we listen to this voicemail. Damn, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the truth it's the truth so since since you had added chat you know chan you had mentioned you know more pussy so i guess yeah. my retort would be as a guy anybody who's listening to the show would you incorporate in your your sexcapades with your partner your spouse or somebody that you're sleeping with a third and what is the proper way or what would be the best way to ask your spouse your partner your girl or something like that hey um i, I want to incorporate somebody else in the bed since since we brought in pussy into the equation and then we added another pussy figure we might as well just touch on that so while y'all get that voicemail out we got another voicemail here we go for me i i love sex too but uh once a week that's fine but i don't drink i don't smoke i never even try no smoke, no drink, but I love food and sex. Oh man, all day long See? with my wife, okay. though. Okay, 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 <laughs> jungle. All right, so, so, so you like Chan when we did episode one? Chan had mentioned about like edible foods and things that you would put on your lady, right? So you had mentioned about like foods, and I said that I have like an irrational fear against fucking uh, whipped cream. I won't touch that shit. So, um. Since y'all don't do alcohol, y'all don't drink and stuff like that, what, what do y'all incorporate? 
because he said he likes food. So do you eat food off your lady? Do you go and you tell her, you know what? You're looking like a snack, but you need a topping. And you go and put a cherry on them titties. Like, what, what do you do? I, I need to, me personally, I want to know. That's interesting. So, Chad, what about you? Like, what what is it for you? For me, um, what is it? Tell me the question, the initial question first that you ask everybody. Okay. Else. Yeah. So the initial question is three things, like three things. So it would be like three things that you, you know, need from like your spouse. So like, say like, uh, I said, uh, what is it, like pussy alcohol? And what was the third thing I said? So pussy alcohol and a PlayStation. So like three things that I require is that. So what would be three yes. things that you require? A sense of humor. A dick they know um, and can do tricks and just your fucking ability to teach me things I can't teach myself. Mm. Okay. That's, so, that's, you, that's, you've got the attention of the male listeners. I'm, I'm going to let you have it because I, I, even I'm intrigued because what what is something that a man has taught you in the past, say in the past three years, in the past three years, what is something that a man has taught you that had you being like, yo, what the, f- where did that come from? Um, a man has taught me how to use my womanly ways to um, maneuver through like different situations um, instead of like using it in a vindictive manner. Mm-hmm. Also, how to control myself around certain individuals that I didn't have to learn through lessons. It was told to me through their experiences. Um, men in my life that are like really honest and, and blunt have saved me hella time and uh, frustration just telling me straight that's what women need women need more men that'll tell you straight without thinking about what you could do for their dick because if you're gonna tell me something that's supposed to be good for me to know tell me with the right intentions don't tell me because you're looking to gain something out of this shit and I think a lot of um, women miss misinterpret like why a man is telling you certain information but um, mm. I don't know it's like it's a different type of attraction when a man can teach you something instead of you constantly having to come back behind the man that you're with to correct him okay I like that I have my thoughts, but I've I've talked a lot. So we're going to get to these voicemails. Here we go. A man has taught her how to hold her pee. Oh, wow. Whoa, Uh, that's different. No, I teach myself how to hold my pee when I do my (laughs) pee in the morning. Because women, when they have like that morning pee, that's where we can control those muscles the most. So what I like Mm -hmm. to do... um, play with my muscles by seeing how 
how much pressure I can push out my pee early in the morning. If that makes mm. sense, you know. Okay, okay. And that What's that was uh, what was that Alpha Trez five twenty? Shout out to you! <laughs> Shout out to you for that voicemail, man. That was dope. That was, damn, I don't think about that. Like women peeing, like damn. Yeah, I, I will say though, y'all have it rough. Because what happens when y'all have to go and pee in public? Like, the, I've, from what I've heard, women's... It's training. You have to know how to squat and not get your shoe and not um, catch attention. Like, I've, I've been teaching my daughters that because the reality is, and you might run into this when your child gets older, Greg, the mm-hmm. reality is not every park has a bathroom. And... Oh, yeah. When they get around the age of like three, four, and five, they're not waiting mm. for you to get a bathroom. They're not going to pee in pull-ups. Um, so you're going to have to learn how to open the motherfucking car doors, have them squat down in between it, or let them sit over, have their legs over your arm and have them sit where their ass is like in front of you and have them pee. And try to kind of like balance them out so they don't piss off. Mm-hmm. That's the only so pro of having a boy is you can teach them how to aim and not pissing on you. But girls, it's a lot of fucking squat and balance and having your legs certain length apart. Like it's it's crazy. It's magic. That that shit sounds like torture. Like it is. The, the, the reason why I say because, you know, I'm just le- now learning about the parks and stuff like that. Whenever I yeah. think about a woman having to pee in public, I think about what us men see at like shit like airports and like public restrooms. Those bathrooms are fucking disgusting. But women's bathrooms I think this, men's bathroom. I can only imagine. Because uh, yeah. I think like for, for me, what, what I see, like what I visualize is when y'all go into the bathroom, it's toilets. There are no urinals, right? So there's no like, all right, you pull it out and you squirt it against, you know, you shoot against the wall and then all of a sudden you walk out. That's how we do it. But women, y'all gotta walk into toilets. And when for me, I have a chronic habit of when I go into a bathroom where it's only toilets, I have to look down. So the fact that like, do women, when y'all go into the bathroom, do y'all intentionally try not to look down but accidentally do? And it's like, God forbid what the fuck is in there. We see because we're shorter than you guys. And we have to check if the bathroom has toilet tissue. And then we have to check if the toilet is clean. Is it clogged up? Is there shit blasted against the wall or in the toilet that some woman left? Like, we have to check all that shit. I don't sit... Wait, 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 wait. Wait, shit blasted against the wall? Older women come in public bathrooms early in the morning as if they didn't leave their homes and they have power shits in public restrooms and they don't flush and they leave the shit blasted against the motherfucking toilet or wall and they walk the fuck out and they go shop. Hey, yo. I've heard a lot of things. That is quite possibly the most disgusting fucking thing. It just reminds me of like scary movie. Go ahead. They don't care if you hear it. They have like no fucking shame and they sit on the toilet. They actually trust that thin ass motherfucking paper liner that you put on the motherfucking public toilet. I don't trust that shit. My thighs are thick 
like they are because I fucking squat. I fucking squat if I have to pee every fucking where, even in my house. I don't have no time to be bending down to sit on a toilet. Like, if I have to pee, I'm going to squat. Exactly. Which, yeah, like, say shit like birds, pretty much. Like, you just yeah. arch over and then that shit just comes up. Wow, somebody probably lost their appetite listening to that part, but hey, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> and clean that shit. Like, they're disgusting. That, that, that's why I can, I can never work in, like, I'm saying this, like, you know, in just, but I could never work in, like, fast food. I did it before. I worked in McDonald's. This was what, mm-hmm. as, like, a teenager. And they asked me, they were like, Greg, can you go clean the bathroom? And I was like, that ain't what I signed up for. Um, <laughs> more importantly, <laughs> that's not happening. Honestly, right. like, Bathrooms at like McDonald's and shit like that. That shit is disgusting. That and like you said, parks. Where, like for, for me, like I probably think the worst bathroom. Like you would have to, like me. I would rather like not do this, but I don't have to say it. Pools have the worst bathrooms I've ever seen in my life. And mm. there's yeah. The reason why I say that the worst is because people get really fucking comfortable at like public pools and bathrooms and stuff like that i've seen it's usually white people no no offense to any of the white listeners who are on you know stereo right now people who listen to the show it's just what i know and what i've seen i have seen white people and going into a motherfucking public restroom with no fucking shoes on it's still that that was exact that right there is probably the grossest shit i have ever seen in my life no Uh human like, can you imagine you getting out of the water and you have wet feet and you are tracking that shit into a public bathroom? Now, mind you, you know, I'm a I'm a man, you're a woman, but men don't have any particular aim when they go into the bathroom. So right. men, I, I'm going to say this and y'all can get offended. You can at me if you want to. You can fight if you want to. It's just the truth. A, 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 a lot of you niggas just need to, a lot of you men, because I don't want to say niggas because, you know, somebody will say, oh, he said the N-word, so it's cool. It's not. So a, as a man, like, you have to adapt to your size. Urinals come in different heights. So you have, like, the I have a kid urinal. You have the, hey, I ain't got it urinal. Uh, uh, urinal. And then you have the normal urinals. But, you know, the rule of thumb is this. Every man, you know, takes the every other. So if there's a urinal to your left and right, like, that's fine. And then somebody else can take the one outside of it. So always space yourself in between. However, there's certain men who don't have proper aim. Urinals basically tell you to move up as close as you can get and point down. Don't point straight because if you point straight, all the pee that you did and everybody else did before you just sprays back at you. So yeah. you point down, you aim down. Here's the issue with aiming down. A lot of men don't move forward when they pee. So as a result, they're never peeing in the urinal. They're pissing on the floor. Yeah. And it's disgusting. It's probably one of the grossest things, like, other than women's bathrooms. But when men don't move up to pee and you're standing in a puddle of piss and some Jordans, it doesn't make your day. It doesn't make your day knowing you spent $200 on shoes and you go into a public restroom and some dude with, you know, with their dick decided to not move closer because they ain't adequate enough. They decided, you know, you got a little micro penis, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And instead of you going and just moving up an extra four or five inches, you decided, hey, I'm going to just stand back and just aim. That's not how this works, my guys. You need to move up if you are going to pee. Please, it's, it's not that hard. It's, it's not that hard. Listen, Jesus Christ. You listen, let's let's take this further. 
they piss on the floor in the p- pool bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't wash their hands. They probably flood. They take that pissy bathroom water, jump back in the pool, and you just mm-hmm. see everybody gulping down that water, spitting it on each other, and then you wonder Man, why. You got pink Man. eye, all types of shit. Man. You got diarrhea. Like, exactly. Shit. Exactly. Uh, I'm telling you, the, the fucking coronavirus, all that shit, that made me realize how fucking gross we were. Like, when I say gross, meaning like, we were doing a lot of fucking things that I was like, yo, like, can you imagine, like, say, like, you live in an apartment complex or apartment building or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Say if you're, you know, you're walking down the hallway, you're about to get on the elevator. You get on the elevator and you're touching the button. So you touch the button to open the elevator. Then you touch the button again to touch the floor. You don't know who touched that shit before you. But say, right. like, I'm going to say this is going to sound gross. Say if you're, you just came back from Burger King, who has the nastiest fries on, plan- on planet Earth. We talked about that earlier in the show. You can go back and listen. So you go to Burger King and you're eating your fries as you're walking towards the elevator. You're eating these fucking fries. Eating the nasty-ass fries. Then you press the button. Then after you press the button, you put your hand back in that goddamn bag and you're eating more fries. Right. But you don't know that, you don't know that the person 10 minutes before you was digging in their butt and they pushed that same goddamn button. Right. That, that's just pretty fucking gross when you think about it. Th- this is how the coronavirus started. It started from growing. It didn't start, you know, with Wuhan bats and shit like that. It started with people going and just being fucking gross. Like, y'all digging in y'all butt. Y'all doing shit like that. It, it's nasty. The niggas is, is nasty. The niggas is gross. This is how you know she was getting nasty during this COVID-19. When people were complaining about how... They have to keep washing their hands and their hands are getting um, ashy or their hands mm-hmm. are dry or they're tired of um, having to use sanitizer or they're tired of having to, um, you know, wash more or, or do this. I'm just like, y'all wasn't doing this before. Like, I'm so happy that people learn to back the fuck up when I'm paying for my shit at the cash register. Like, if I'm mm-hmm. the guy, there's no reason why you know what card I'm using to pay for. This six feet, people apart, should have been introduced years ago. hmm Because, like, think about, like, a lot of the shit that we've seen other people do, and we laughed at them. And I don't care how this comes off. I'm sure it probably sounded sensitive, but it's the truth. We as a people and it doesn't matter the race we as a people and at least in america we used to look at people from other continents other countries who would wear masks and a lot of people say oh well you know it was the asian japanese and you know it, it was that demographic they would say that and they'd be like well, why the fuck are they wearing masks why do they think we're disgusting do they think we're gross the answer is yeah we, we were fucking gross however what i do know is even after this whole thing picks, you know, if we do get a cure and all this other stuff, I'm still wearing a mask. Yeah. I don't trust The it. reason why I'm wearing a mask, I, I don't trust this shit. And I, I told you, we're, you know, we're not a political podcast. We, we don't get into that. We don't really dive deep and stuff like that. But what I will say is I'm comfortable wearing a mask, but what I am comfortable in knowing is now I see the magnitude of how gross people are. Mm-hmm. And these are things. These are things we knew before. Like people made jokes, and I know you've heard them. It's like, oh, the the 
the lady at work who has the, the four or five cats and, you know, she always wants to cook for the potlucks, but then she tells you that her kid, you know, her cats are on the counter and stuff like that. Like right. th- those things are the reason why you want to almost wear a mask. But the, yeah, she goes into the break room and she takes a piece of cake with her hands that everybody's supposed to eat. Oh, oh yeah. Like we, we, we had, you know, at our, you know, at my job, we used to, this is, you know, pre COVID every Friday we had catered lunch. So it would be every other week, one week we would have pizza. And then the following week we would have like some fancy food. Like, you know, we'd have like Caribbean food or, you know, we have like Ethiopian, and they, they would switch it up. But the issue is the weeks that like the pizza was easy. You could just, you know, you go grab a slice and it's fine. Every once in a while, you know, people had to go and take a knife and cut their piece off another piece which is cool whatever you didn't think anything of it however we had this one co-worker he, he you know no longer a part of the company that we worked for he had a chronic habit of he had to smell things in order to understand that they existed so what? they would get catered food yeah so what he would do was he would go and he would hover over the food and you know he wouldn't go and like sniff but you could tell like he's trying to gain the scent from food but his face would be like six inches away from the hot plate. And you know, like, yo, like, yo. So just looking at like thinking back on that, you would just realize, yo, this motherfucker is not only gross, vile, and disgusting, but it's like nobody checked him on it. And yeah, that's why he just does it. His big ass age. This. Like for me. I'll tell you this, and somebody's going to get offended because I'm an asshole, and it's fine. I had a list in my phone of people's hands who to not shake hands with at work. <laughs> That's crazy. The, the, the reason why is because I, I don't want to say I was a germaphobe before this, but I, I was just really petty. And when I say I was really petty, imagine going into the bathroom as a man. And, you know, as a woman, too, because it happens to you guys, but I'm just only speaking from my experience. Me working in the place that I worked at, the doors, you had to touch them to walk in and out of the bathroom. And more importantly, the sinks, you know, they were right. They basically, you saw the sinks before you saw the toilet, before you saw the urine, which means that you had to go past it on the way out. The difference is when you finish, when I finished using the bathroom, I would go over to the sink and everything was touchless. So all you had to do was put your hand under the sink and the water would come on. You would put your hand under the soap dispenser, the soap would come out. All you have to do is rub your hands together and wash and then go grab the paper towels that were dangling so you can, you know, it has one of those ones that you pull one and the other one instantly comes out. That's how yeah. that works, right? I had a list of co-workers. I think the list, like if I look at my phone, it's about like 17. So it's about 17 people that I knew by name who literally, they would go and the routine is this. They come into the bathroom, they whoop their dick out, piss, or go take a shit. And they'd be on their phones if they shit for like 20 minutes. Get Ugh. up off the stall. They get off the stall. And mind you, you can tell that they were taking a shit because they never went to go grab the little, the toilet seat liner. But we'll get to that in a second. But they go, after they use the bathroom, they take and, yeah, they'll wipe, they'll take their hand underneath the sink, go put their hands in the water, never touch the soap, grab a paper towel to open the door. But it's like, yo, I get that You're you perfect. took the paper towel to open the door, but you didn't wash your fucking hands. Like, what? Am okay. I crazy here for even? First of all, that I've always wondered this. A men's bathroom have urinals and then they have some stalls, right? Mm-hmm. If a man comes in the bathroom and he automatically goes in the stall, does that mean he's automatically taking a shit? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. So, say for example, like I'll use my job for an example, right? So there are okay. certain circumstances where it does change, but you can always tell. So say our job it has two urinals because it's a small office, but there's a lot of people. So mm-hmm. you have two ur- you have two urinals and you have three toilets. So the rule of thumb for men is if there's two urinals or whatever, like some men don't care. They'll go and stand side by side with each other because there's a separator where you can like you can separate, but you can see everything from the shoulder up. So some men will stand beside another man and take a piss, but some men are like, absolutely fucking not. They're going to the urinal. The difference between the men who are going into the urinal to take a piss versus taking a shit is they leave the door open versus leaving it closed. If they close the door behind, you know, behind themselves, they're going to take a shit. However, if they leave the door open, nine times out of 10, they're going to take a piss. And you, do, you don't want to use that stall anyway. Because remember, men have bad aim. And the last thing you want to do is go to a stall after a man who just stood up to pee at a toilet that they can't <laughs> aim at, which which means that there's going to be piss on that toilet seat. And white people are disgusting. I'm sorry. It might sound <laughs> racist, but it's what I know. They are mm. fucking disgusting. They will literally go and piss all over the toilet seat, around the, the rim and everything like that. Women too. And, yeah, and then just walk the fuck out. In that bathroom is women. Women are nasty, dog. Yo, I was like, yo, and mind you, like, I'm, I'm not pocket watching. I'm not seeing this shit. But here's the thing. Say, for example, this is how I would always end up catching them. What would happen is, say, if I decide, you know what? Today's the day that I got to go take a shit. And I know somebody's like, great, you take a shit in a public place. I will go grab the fucking toilet seat covers. And what I do is I make a pallet. I will go. I'll take the fucking the little round toilet seat cover. I'll put that down and I'll get two of those and put a second one down. And then I'll go get the toilet paper that's in the stall and I'll line that shit up. It will literally feel like I am on a foam mattress by the time I'm about to take this shit. Right. So go (laughs) and do that. But but the issue with this, though, is that situation with men who go and piss in the toilets. But what they do is they piss and they end up pissing around the rim of the toilet seat, which will really fuck up your day when you realize if there's three toilets and that third toilet that you had to go to, somebody just came out of there and they pissed all around the rim of the seat. And you have to literally sit and you, you, you have to either you have to either clean it. Or you have to go to another floor to use the bathroom. And there's nothing worse than having to go to another floor to use a bathroom when you got to take a shit. It is, it is the I, worst I, I fucking thing on planet Earth. Prefer, I actually prefer other floors to take bathrooms, especially when it's in a corporate building and they're mm-hmm. still doing construction. Nobody's on those floors. Oh, oh, I, I got hit. What I, what I had to find out is from the cleaning people, right? So the cleaning people, they know the, pe- the people that they fuck with. And the cleaning lady, she really fucks with me because her and I have a actual disgust for certain people. Like, if she's about to clean... Because, <laughs> you know, the cleaning... Well, his thing, because, you know, the cleaning people have a schedule. So they're like, hey, I'm going to do the ninth floor at one o'clock and then at, you know, two o'clock, I'll do the tenth floor and, you know, so on and so on, right? So say, for example, at one o'clock, everybody in the office knows, hey, the cleaning people, they clean the bathroom at one o'clock. So once they clean it at one o'clock, I'll just go in there at like 115, 120. And then the toilet seats are clean. Everything is clean. I can go sit my bare ass on the toilet. No, the fuck you cannot. No, the fuck you cannot. Trust me. I've seen some shit that honestly will scar you for life that men do. 
I've I've literally gone to a urinal and I've seen like af- the after effects of a grown man standing at a urinal pulling their pubes and dropping them in the urinal. That is what some of the most disgusting. I'm telling you, I I have seen it. Any man who is listening to this show, anybody that can relate, please leave a voicemail because you know I'm not lying. What happens is men will go, they'll stand there, they'll be checking their phone and stuff like that. And I don't know if they just got dangling pubes or whatever, but I've seen pubes in the urinal when I come in after. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, y'all got pube hairs that are just falling down? What, what the fuck is going on here? Y'all look gross. Now, somebody's going to listen to the show. It's like, Greg, you're thinking about it too much. Yes, the fuck I am. Because who the fuck? Some shit is just gross. At the end of the day, it's just fucking gross and it shouldn't happen. And y'all mothers raised y'all better. Stop going. No, they didn't. Never mind. Because my question is always like, who raised you? Yeah. Who raised y'all? And, yo, like, the code of ethics is when you go to pee as a man, go to urinal. If you can't go to the urinal, when you go to the toilet, if you have to go to the toilet, take your foot, lift up the toilet seat with your foot, the, you know, the base of your foot or whatever, lift that seat up so then you can pee and you have the entire fucking bowl to piss. You don't have to worry about, oh, well, I gotta pee. It, it's just, I've never seen, like, only in America. Well, I've gone to the UK. I've gone to other places, and I've seen. I'm like, yo, do grown men have to have bidets? Like, because y'all don't know. Y'all don't know how to wipe. Y'all don't know how to fucking piss. Y'all are some disgusting human beings. But when I, I'm telling you that list that I have, when I can tell you that Adam and Jacob and all these motherfuckers, when they go to the bathroom and they don't wash their hands, trust me, I'm taking notes. I'm making a list and I'm checking it twice. You niggas are gross. I mean, yo, I'll I give you a prime example. So we had a potluck, not not this year, because obviously, like, you know, COVID and everything like that. All motherfucking potlucks this year and next year. Oh, yeah. I'm never doing a potluck again. So we have we have a lady at my we have a lady at my job who, you know, she she does the potluck thing and everything like that. So. She, you know, I don't say she organizes it, but she makes sure that you know she asks everybody what you're bringing, blah 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 blah. So she would go, she asks everybody what they're bringing, and people tell her what they're bringing, and she insisted on making guacamole. Now, some someone would say this about guacamole: one, only certain people who know how to make guacamole, and that's not a racial thing. Certain people who know how to make guacamole should make guacamole. What you shouldn't do is go on Epi or, you know, try to YouTube recipe how to make guacamole because you just want to try some shit. Yeah. So she went and she made said guacamole, right? But Mm -hmm. certain things don't need additives, right? Now, I'm not going to say she put raisins in. I will not (laughs) say that. Raisins. I I will not say that. However, she, she tried and failed. Certain things you don't need to do with your guacamole, and this is this. The pulp from the lime that you try to squeeze in the guacamole should not be in the fucking guacamole. It, it almost looked like she had taken the guacamole and, you know, taken the lime and, like, mixed it in with the guacamole. Like, almost like she had peeled all the, like, stuff off the lime and just threw the fucking lime in the guacamole. Oh, God. That's that's not how that works. Certain foods, like some things, should just be soft. Some things should be hard. Guacamole should just be guacamole. Don't add shit to it. Like macaroni and cheese. I'm telling you, 
one of my favorite dishes of all time. But I swear, some of you motherfuckers just should never make this. Don't make mac and cheese. Just leave that shit to people who, one, either eat macaroni and cheese and appreciate it, or two, just know not to fuck it up. Yeah. I, I, don't, I have nothing else. My favorite brother, brother, he's a great cook. But what he sucks at is just like making straight American food because mm-hmm. he does, doesn't get the concept that more is better when it comes to mm-hmm. American food. So when he does like the macaroni and cheese, he's always missing more cheese or, mm-hmm. or more of a layer because he doesn't understand why there, there has to be more. So I'm just like, man, eating his macaroni and cheese is like eating noodles with cheese in the middle. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you this because I, I'm so disgusted at this. So I told you <laughs> macaroni and cheese is my favorite dish, right? So I, I'm gonna send this to you so you can see it as I read it, as I read it because th- this shit is so disgusting that someone should be slapped and stoned for actually making this a I'm thing. Scared. So th- this this recipe is called vegetarian Southwest macaroni and cheese recipe. Now, mind you, if you're vegetarian, if you're vegan, nobody is saying that you can't. However, someone who is not vegetarian or vegan is going to take this recipe and apply it to my beloved macaroni and cheese. Some shit does not belong in macaroni and cheese. The fact that the ingredients are there should tell you what the fuck should not be in macaroni and cheese, right? So here's what should not be in macaroni and cheese that is in this recipe. I'm just going to lay down what they tell you. It says this, a simple vegetarian pasta main dish that the kids will love made from macaroni and cheese, black beans, corn, salsa, as well as tofu for healthy soy protein. This no. is a quick mealless meal for a meatless meal. Perfect for a family weekend night. Now they use two tablespoons of soy oil, one can of black beans, one can of corn, one and one half cups of prepared salsa. You know what? Y'all got me fucked up. But that's the thing. That's not even the worst. In- that's for vegetarians. So what happened was, if you Google macaroni and cheese and beans, there is a macaroni and cheese with black beans and chipotle recipe. Does that sound like it's supposed to be mac and cheese? No, but let me tell you something. This is a meal for people who want titties, men who want titties, because there's already hella soy and tofu. You don't need to add mm. soy separately. And every I'm I'm really tired of this. This is like legit. I'm tired of vegetarians and vegans doing their hardest to make things that are not meat look like meat, taste like meat. Mm-hmm. Or be the substitutes of meat on a on a meat based dish. My exactly. Is, if, if going vegan is so great and being a vegetarian is so such a great thing, be proud of the fact that you don't have chicken, you have tofu. You don't have cheese, you have your vegan shit. You don't mm-hmm. have dairy, you have your vegan shit. You don't have cake. You have your vegan shit. Like, they're always trying to make the veggie parts of what they want to eat look like meat. And I'm just like, that's not how you're going to win me over. 
because that's exactly. telling me that being vegan is hella boring that we have to fake it out. Yeah. You, you don't have to fake that shit. Like you said, some things, just let that shit be for the people who eat that shit. Like for me, I've had alligator before, but you know what? I don't go out trying to always fucking eat alligator. I, I don't. The same thing with this vegan shit. Like I, what I did was I reviewed last year, I reviewed this, um, this service. It's a vegan box service. I think it's uh, Vistro. Really great foods. However, the sodium was so high. Like, honestly, I was having like heart palpitations by eating this shit. I told myself, I'm going to just go ahead and I'm going to eat nothing but these prepackaged vegan foods for the next 90 days. So, you know, they, they sent me the supplies. And it, the thing is, some of the foods were good, but some of the stuff was like, it shouldn't even exist. Some things just can't coexist together. More importantly, like, I don't want vegan popcorn. I don't want uh, vegan chili. Like, I like my chili normal. I, I want the shit to have meat in it. Okay, I, I want it to. My friend, I have to pause on the chili. My friend made, her mom made chili with Beyond Meat. And I'm just like, nah, don't mm. make me play. I want to taste it first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it did taste just like real ground meat. Yeah, but this is the thing trick me. Trick me, but make it taste like that. Don't go and say it's something, and then the first forkful that I taste, it literally tastes like soap. I, I don't want I'm that shit. No, I'm telling you, if that if your if your food, and I, I don't want to upset or offend any vegans, because there are some vegan people who like chefs and stuff. And I watched the YouTube clips where people are like, oh, I made a vegan dish, or I am vegan. I make my food, and my food don't look like the shit that y'all, you know, people tell you to eat because that shit's trash. You can make vegan food taste good. I'm sure you can. However, stop trying to take the food that already exists and is good and try to make a variant of it that doesn't taste anything like it. Like macaroni and cheese don't need fucking beans. I'm sorry. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> like, like macaroni salad don't need extra shit in it. Not all food needs raisins. I, I don't know I what the infatuation with salad with raisins and cranberries. Yo, I, you say you do have enough, like, no, I've tasted it. I, I, I don't want that shit. Like, rice <laughs> doesn't, like, I'm, I'm all for, like, red beans and rice and shit like that, or rice and beans. I'm, I'm all for that shit. Certain things don't need, like, they shouldn't exist. Like, as somebody who was raised off, like, hamburger helper and hot dogs and beans and shit like that, like, I get it. You can go and make things. My, my mom created, I, I don't know if she created this word, but we always thought we were eating fucking gourmet Italian food. And she was like, we're eating goulash. Do you know... I was 19 when I found out that goulash was nothing but fucking macaroni noodles, ground beef, and whatever the fuck else my mom put in it. And she, she made that shit sound elaborate. And I was like, okay. But the thing is, goulash tastes fucking good. Listen, I was 32 years old when I realized that every fucking Italian dish is basically the same thing repeated in a different method. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's wild, man. I just... I, I don't know. Where are we? So we we are roughly at like what two hours and forty eight minutes. We gave them literally like thirty five minutes of us just talking about food, all because <laughs> I all because I hate fucking Burger King fries. I'm sorry. So hold on. Let, let's let's give these people some shout outs that are here. Um, dang, I, we had so many people come in and out while we were doing our rant that we actually forgot to do like the shout outs for the people. Where do we leave? Where do we leave off at? Uh-huh. I, I guess that's that's on you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we got two and five love. Yes. All right. So let's go down here to 
All right. So I remember I have my moments. So we have Monica. We have Incognitivia. Natavita. What a name. We have Valentino. We have Mona Lisa. We have Kashin. We have Lonzo. We have Sweet Lane. We have Brian Freema. Annoying one. Todd Anderson. Um, Prize, Jungle, Jay Swift, Jason, 12, Love215. What up, Philly? We got Aquarius Sun, I Harper, Golden, Mass Pandemonium, uh, Call Me Sue. What up, Sue? Drigbine, Cousin, New York, NY, Sparkle Plenty, Positivity, Go Go Mesh. The Wolf of Sa, Eric Five, twenty twenty point fifty five. Don't know what those numbers mean. Would like to know. The Funny Witch, Junie, Trash Before G. Don't know what that means. Would like to know. I am Jin Jun. I hope that's how you say it. Corso Kate, what's up? Ricardo Three, Don Don't Play, what's up? I think cupcakes. Okay. Mm. All right. We got a lot of people in here tonight. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate it. So you, you know, this is this is going to be our first time trying this out. So um th- this part of the show is new. It's called What That Mouth Do. So since you are listening to our show, so loud mouth stereo, you Obviously, have to show us what that mouth do. Basically, this is the segment where we interact with you guys. We take your questions. And this is also the portion where you can showcase your, your talents, ask us a question, and we have to be straight up with you. So if you want to ask, you know, Chan a question, you can go ahead and just, you know, leave the voice note, ask the question, and she can answer it for you. Same thing for me. If you want to ask me a question, same situation. Uh, if you can sing, rap, do poetry, or you've got something sitting on your spirit that you just want to let us know about, you can remain anonymous. You won't go and like put you out there, anything like that, and you won't be judged about it. The floor is yours. So I guess this would be the platform to just get your thoughts out and tell us what that mouth do. So, Or like, if you have a situation that you want to talk about, advice or um, recommendations, and just say hello, like, I love the fact that y'all come in and y'all check out the show, but I would love to just like understand like whose voice is what. Then that makes me feel like y'all are actually real people out here. Yeah. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll give we'll give them some time. So I'm trying to think. In the midst of us doing that, let, let's let's get to know each other. Since you know this is our first segment, so. We'll, we'll, we'll bounce ideas so people can get an idea. Well, you ask me a question, I'll ask you a question. So I guess, like, do you want me to start? No, I got one for you. Okay. Would you rather embarrass yourself at a big-ass party or get cu- caught making out with your best friend's parent, one of them? Um, just give me the stifler. I, I will rather make out with my friend's mom. The reason why is because I mean we 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 gonna have to fight either way, but okay. I, I, I I can't see me embarrassing myself because some things you can live down, some things you can get over, 
but like mm-hmm. I'd rather be on the I'd rather be on the uphand side of things. I'd rather be that person who's like, you know what? Yeah, um, he made out with his mom, but you know, like she asked for it, or you know, that's what she, she tried at first. I'd rather that. I, I don't want to be the one where it's like, you know what? Yeah, um, you know, Greg was out drunk at a party, and you know, he took a shit on the lawn. Like that—that's something that no matter what, you're never living that one down. We we still got people that we, you know, I told you about like with prom and stuff like that. We got people we went to school with that were the man. They were, you know, superlatives. They were like the, the cream of the crop. Now they looking real flabby and sick out here. And that, that lingers with you because people have a perception of what you are. And then they get that one thing that will fuck it up for you. And they'll never see you the same again. And I don't ever want to be put in that position. So I, I'll take the kiss in the mom. I, I'm definitely, I, I'm, I'm tongue in the shit out of your mom and you won't have to feel how you, you will have to feel how you feel so yeah, there's that um, hey I'm, I'm honest about it I'm thinking I would go ahead and embarrass myself because it doesn't say how you have to embarrass yourself maybe you fell out of that chair or maybe you tripped mm-hmm. I would embarrass myself I don't, I don't see myself busting okay. uh, my friends okay. Even though I okay. I will. Sometimes. Okay. All right, Grant. So, so, let's go. So here we go. Um, let's see. Hmm, a question. Okay, I, I got one for you. This is random, and it's you know not sexually anything. I need to know, like, one: Are you a fan of Michael Jackson? And it's just, I guess this is a two-part. If you are a fan of Michael Jackson, what are five of your personal favorite in no particular order michael jackson songs okay i do like michael jackson um i would say uh ben do you remember the time um beat it she's out of my life uh butterfly and um What's the song where he talk about working all day? Is that what it's called? Oh, uh, working day and night. I think that's what it's yeah. called. So, and then if we had to do the duo with Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. and his sister doing the scream. That's my shit. That's more so my video than my song. Mm, okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, if if I had if I had five of my favorite, um. My songs. So I'm gonna say you rock my world. So I, I, I relate with you on there. Um, Dirty Diana. I, I, I really fuck with that. Um, yeah, I, I really love that fucking song. Um, God. Um, I keep thinking. Uh, remember the time. Obviously, that right there just it's a classic. So remember the time. Uh, scream. I, I do like Scream. So I'm gonna be there with you. But my, my all-time favorite Michael Jackson song is Keep It In The Closet. I, I, don't, I don't know why. That, that I'm telling you, that song, it's a bop. Like, if you listen to Keep It In The Closet right now, that, that's the song with uh, him and Naomi Campbell. He, he doing that little hand gesture shit where he's like, he pop-locking. Like, that's when Michael Jackson was in his bag. Like, he was, <laughs> he was trying to retire to moonwalk, but he, he was learning. New, he, he had a jig in it. 
Like, when have you ever seen Michael Jack? This is when he did that full, like, you know, I'm a bad boy thing where he, you know, he walking around with the black jeans, with the anklet socks and the, the fucking, the cat daddy shoes. And he had the wife beat on. Yo, I'm telling you, keep it in the closet. And then he had Naomi Campbell badass. Jesus. I'm here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Order with another woman. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But that right there, those are my top five. Those are my absolute, I don't say my top five, but those are five of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. So, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Now, I will All say right. there are some bad, there's some bad Michael Jackson songs too, but those are my top oh, five. Sure, but we're going to appreciate, not discriminate. Um, what habit do you have now that you wish you started earlier? Mm, habits that I wish I would have started earlier. Mm. Yeah. And and listeners, you can chip in and leave a voicemail on yours. But what have have it do you have now that you wish you started earlier? Oh, you're gonna hate this one. A habit that I wish I would have started earlier is eating ass. I didn't <laughs> understand. Oh my God, uh, all right. All right. So I, I know I'm gonna sound like a complete asshole, but it was true. The the reason why I say this is because like eating ass is a delicacy. Like I'm telling you, five years five five years ago, men were talking about how they don't eat pussy, and you know, oh, I don't eat pussy, I don't do this, I don't do that. I'm telling you now, five years ago, if I was going and saying I was eating ass, oh, I'd have changed the world. I'd have changed the world. You know how they say you you shouldn't be the first person to do things. That's one of those things that I wish I would have like right then and there. I'm telling you, my 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 pussy meter would have been off the fucking charts. I'm telling you the reason. The reason why is because when everything I've heard a man say that they don't do or they won't do or they refuse to do, I guarantee either Chris Brown come out with a song about it or it just becomes a trend on Twitter. And next thing you know, you find out when the fuck did y'all start doing this? Like, I I vividly remember when Twitter first started in 2009, 2010, you couldn't convince men to eat pussy. They like, oh, no, I ain't going to eat no pussy, but she's going to suck this dick, though. That literally was Twitter. Then around like 2013, 2014, all of a sudden, you know, fuck you back to sleep and all that shit. All them songs started coming out and men were talking about that. You know, I, I think it was like when Trey, yeah, Nick, when the R&B dudes, they like Trey songs, he got his shirt off and stuff like that. And, and niggas with like dad bods and stuff like that. They started realizing, oh, oh no, I'm a nigga that like to eat. And a woman's telling me she gets pleasure from this. And if a woman tells you she gets pleasure from it and what she would do to get that, oh yeah, I'm gonna eat that pussy, right? So all of a sudden, all these men eating pussy. Uh, Lil Wayne, he took out his grills and was talking about he gonna eat pussy. So I'm like, all right, damn, like Lil Wayne eating pussy. Everybody eating. Pussy. He made a song called Pussy Monster with four minutes of him talking about how he gonna eat pussy, right? So that that was 2013, 2014, right? Fast forward to 2020. Fast forward to 2020. Me. At this point, I'm like three, four years in of eating ass. And the reason why I'm eating ass is because I'm like, okay, the pussy right here, but the ass that much closer. So what we're going to do is we're going to eat this ass. And she's going to enjoy it. I'm going to make sure she love it. The issue issue is I wish I would have known it sooner. So, fellas, if you were listening to my voice, just know, like, don't say some shit you ain't going to do, some stuff you're going to refuse to do, because I guarantee it, there's going to be a woman that you're going to do it for or that's going to say that she wants it done, and you're going to do that shit. And not only are you going to do that shit, it's going to become a developed habit that you enjoy. So... Yeah. 
Jeez, Greg, there's a whole nother side. Yeah, uh, no, it's, it's, it's not. It's not a side. It's just more so, like certain things I don't really like display. But this is our shit. This is our show. So we we, we can say what we you want. And, you know, say what you mean and mean what you say. Yeah. Oh, and that's another thing. I am protected by marriage. I can say these things, and all y'all can say is, "He must do it with his lady." You goddamn right. Like <laughs> you, you are goddamn right. And the good thing about it is, like, there's some things I have done with her. Some things I didn't, you know, I had done in my past. You would never know the wise. You would just know for a fact that that nigga gets down. And I would hope every dude that listens can do the same thing. Stop going and telling women what you're not going to do, and just do that shit. Like you just men, can't. I, because if somebody else is going to do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Trust me. I, I've, I've heard it and I've done it. Once upon a time when I was a hoe, I had a situation where I, I wouldn't fuck with women if they had ugly feet. And then somebody had to let me know, you're not fucking their feet. And I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> I, absolutely, you know, you're absolutely right. So what I'm going to do is either she won't keep these socks on, I'm going to keep these socks on, or I ain't just going to look at her feet. And the reason why I hated ugly feet you gonna hate me for the boomerang movie. Eddie Murphy ruined ugly feet for me. I was, it was mo- that today too. <laughs> yeah, he, he 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 ruined ugly feet for me because it was like yo, like he every scene it was like all right, he's sleeping with a woman, but he look at her, he look at her feet, you know, right after they have sex. Why the fuck are you focused on that? Some things you just you know, you don't need to focus on. Like you can have a woman that's absolutely beautiful and she got jagged, you know, she got jagged edge teeth. You be like, you know what? Okay, uh. Like, I ain't gonna fuck with her because she got jagged teeth. Now you better get that toothy blowjob and all that shit. Like, I'm I'm telling you, I'm telling you, all the things that I've heard men say that they won't do, it's like, are you doing that because other people tell you it's not cool to do? Because last I checked, you know, no, no big woman, you know, was getting dick. Or, you know, oh, she's big. She plus size. I don't fuck with BBW. She got to be a supermodel with this, a bug life ass. Like, oh, she got this uh, expectations that they know they're not going to reach. Like, if you wanted to oh. say that you're single for the rest of your life, then say that, sir. Man, man I-, I cursed out a dude last week because he had the nerve to say, I'm tired of seeing Lizzo showing her ass on social media i was like dude but you literally keep looking at these women and liking the shit on instagram and right. they got these bug life bodies this this girl ain't got no fucking rib cage but her ass literally look like a futon you're sitting there like yo that's just time. cute to you that that's just cute to you you out here doing no that, that's just not cool man like y'all gotta understand like I y'all know. expectations are, yeah a, a lot of men their expectations of women is so skewed because of the shit they see off Instagram. And me, I'm included because trust me, I, I'm all for it. My, how do I put it? My Instagram isn't for, it's like for family shit, but with the algorithms that I'm about to blame this on, because of the algorithms, all I see is scattered ass. Mm. All I see is scattered ass. I see scattered ass and then I see like my friends with kids, they posting their pictures. So I might like the first day of school, I would see 15 posts of, oh, well, my kids first day of school but do you know what i would also see hey uh link in the bio or you know what 30 percent off reason why is just like i follow my friends i follow scattered ass but my expectations yeah my expectations are i like to see scattered ass but i like to see my friends too a lot of these dudes they're like hey man like here's what i won't do i won't fuck with a girl who's over 220 pounds newsflash there are a lot of women that are 220 pounds and more because and and then 
all women don't carry their weight the same. It could be because she's tall and, you know, this is how she's proportioned why she has to wear this. It doesn't necessarily mean that she's fat. Yeah. And it, it, just to pick and do with it is can she carry that shit with her confidence yeah for me it ain't even that deep somebody is fucking this woman well meanwhile you out here talking about oh what i ain't gonna do well you know what you ain't gonna do her because she don't give a fuck about you (laughs) she's getting dick she's getting dick she is getting dick. that's why when i see you on twitter you know it, the, the timeline will go like this. It'll be scattered ass and then it'll be some dude hating. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Lizzo fat. Lizzo, I ain't gonna fuck with her, blah, 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 blah. But then, Who I will go... You know. Yo, but that's, that's the thing. Niggas, we have expectations about women they ain't gonna never fuck. Ever. Not in her wildest <laughs> dreams. Bro, I'm telling you, Lizzo can put that ass on your boy. When I say on your boy, I mean on your boy. And she told me to lay flat, shut up, you about to die because I'm putting this pussy on your face. You know what? Take me to the king because it, it's going to happen. To the king. Because, <laughs> like, yo, like, I mean, big women, small women, you, I, I don't I don't care. How did Martin Lawrence say? You can have big titties, small titties, little nipple titties, big nipple titties. Like, little nipple titties. Yeah, like, fine, fine is fine. And it doesn't matter your weight class, like the expectations that men hold on women. Like, and I used to be one of those guys. That's why it kind of pisses me off because it's like, yo, if I can change, other men can change. But there are men who are older than me and they got expectations. I've talked, I've talked to grown, when I say grown ass men, I'm talking about these motherfuckers have like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 year old kids. They, they are literally somebody's daddy. And they're trying to, they're talking about, oh yeah, like my girl, she's 23, 24. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah. and the reason why they say that is because, oh, I, you know, I can't deal with a woman my age. Why? Because she, she gonna, can relate to the bullshit. She gonna check your ass. That's why. Yeah. Like, man, better than to me. Because I'm telling you, let, let Lizzo right now, or let some woman who's, you know, 30, 40, 50 years old, it, single Greg, mind you, not married Greg, but single Greg. You, you go ahead and you give me a shot. I'm going to shoot it. Mm-hmm. Shoot it what? up. Match. I, now, I'm, I'm going to shoot up a lot of things that night. And you better believe it. You mm-hmm. better fucking believe it. But we, we, are wait, we are waiting on these voicemails. We done gave y'all questions, you know. So go ahead and ask us questions. You know, they maybe we need to repeat. Deny it. They, they scared. No, it's okay. Scared them. There's nothing to be scared about. Where are y'all from? The people who are on stereo, who are on this chat, leave us a voicemail. Where are y'all from? Introduce yourselves to us and our listeners and as well as your peers. Who knows? They might hear you and be like, you know what? I like her voice. I like his voice. They sound funny. They're normal. They can sing really good. Next thing you know, you make a friend. This is social media. Let's get social. Like, tell us something. Let's see. Let's call some people out. T-Trillion, That Virgin, um, Dayton and Stereo. I have my moments. Actually, I've heard Dayton and Stereo's uh, shows before. She does a lot of good shows. I want to hear from her. I want to hear from I Have My Moments and Sinbon and Karen Two and Morgan Bear. Um, what is this? Uh, Philly Society. Kush Doctor. What is this? Kush Doctor OG. I want to hear from y'all. Exotic Poet. Tell us some poetry. I need to hear this. I want to hear from y'all. We want to hear from y'all. Leave us a voice note. We want to hear this. Yeah, who's that? Izzy. Boom shakalaka. I see you in here. We definitely see you. Go ahead, leave us a voice note. We want to get introduced to y'all. Y'all new to us. We new to you. Tell us something. Run it. 
And why, while they do that, while, while they do that, I will. I guess I can ask another question for you. Once, once I figure it out, once I figure out a question that is good for you, I already asked you about the dick tats, right? So, uh, let, let's let's see. Hmm. What what is a what is a good question to ask you that is not completely gross? Um. Okay. Would you would you ever date down, or would you ever cheat or date down? I've dated down before, but it wasn't really today. I just knew I just needed a dicking with energy. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> a dicking, I, I needed at the time. I needed a dicking with energy so I could stop thinking about what was really Hold going on. on in life. A dicking with energy. Yeah, so let me just exp- let me. I've been taking notes of these <laughs> these one liners. It's not gonna make sense. Um, a dicking with energy is basically someone who's younger than you that you expect to fuck up that you're not trying to keep around for long. Mm-hmm. But they have enough energy to do some things for you in the sex in the sex scene. So. Okay, so listeners, men and women, when is the last time you have gotten or given a dicking with energy? That that's the first time I've ever said that out loud, and it, it sounds just as funny as I said <laughs> a dicking with what energy. Is real, now, when, when you say a dicking with energy, like is it is it the thrust? Is it the the motion in the ocean, or is it just like you know what? Like, is is the technique is. All these um, positions that you're trying to try, it's the fact that, nigga, you don't feel like um, fucking right now, but you would like to come eat my pussy for an hour and then leave? Like, sir, I appreciate you. Have a great day. <laughs> Yo, did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Energy. Oh, my God. Mm-mm-mm. Energy, dog. <laughs> I want to hear somebody sing right now. As we're live, I want to hear somebody sing. I want some poetry. Like, I feel like I need to bring out some fucking poetry. Um, I'm, I'm going to read somebody's poetry. Why, why not? Well, I don't, I, I, I'm going to read somebody's sex poetry from online because I feel like, why not? Uh, let's see. What, what, are some, what are some sex poetry? Sex poetry. Let me see. Actually, no, I don't want to read no fucking poetry. I, like, I'm not a poet, and more importantly, my affliction is gonna oh, sound God, weird. Right? Come up here and say that shit, dog. Yeah, let me see. Let me. Uh, well, this is from 2017. Okay, let's see. Let me see if I can find this. This is from Ernio Hernandez from Medium.com. This is a short poem. It says, "I want your full attention. I want your body. Did I mention I want a soft and lengthy kiss? I want you on me." Did you know this? Yo, I, I like that. That, that, that. That's the text that women want you to send. That's the text I shit. As a man, I want a woman to send to me. Shit, like, tr- imagine getting a text from somebody saying, I want your full attention. Right now, on East Coast time, it is 2.26 in the morning. I want somebody to say, I want your full attention. I want your body. Did, did I mention I want a soft and lengthy kiss? I want you on me. When's the last time you you heard somebody say, I want you on me? Um, no, no time in the last 
in the last, I want to say, oh, years. Months. That is some profound shit for somebody to say, I want you on me. That is some, that is some real sexy. I appreciate that energy when it does happen, but it's rare because men be hiding, men be acting like they don't want things. Yeah, that's me. I think a lot of men aren't really comfortable with like themselves to ask the proper questions or, you know, they've been around people who they feel as though they, I guess like they want a woman to teach them, but they don't want to ask the proper question. I've been, Listen, I've you're been told out on so many women waiting for a woman to want to teach a man because that's not what she wants. You can get mm-hmm. in and act like you know what you're doing and she's automatically going to point you in the right direction, sir. Yeah. But, but why why are more why are more men not going and I don't want to say asking the proper questions or more importantly just like j- just studying women's bodies I, I feel like a lot of men just go out of their way to just like they feel as though women just want to be fucked and yeah there may be that time but it's not every single time Some women every time I've asked want to be fucked but those women never end up with the men who understand that they understand end up with the man that wants a relationship and mm-hmm. then. The men today they don't study they don't spend time with women in order to study a real woman and appreciate mm-hmm. spend time with the ones that's like oh hey I don't give my number out but here's my Instagram you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. everything's manipulated nothing is real everything is like superficial and this girl looks like the 10 other girls down the street and it's just like mm-hmm. Whose body is real for a man to appreciate today? Yeah, that, that's because everybody, all these guys, they want like even me, like you know, we ha- we have types, but the thing is, they're conditioned types. I can guarantee right. you, the type that you like right now might not be the type you like in five years. Like, remember before, like we like you know, what did Nelly say? Uh, I'm a sucker for cornrows and manicured toes. Like, it used to be so simple. It used to be so simple. Now we, we want women who literally we want women that look like Kim K. And Kim K don't even look like fucking Kim K. Thank Sometimes I'd be like, yo, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like I, I remember when Kim K looked like uh the villain from fucking Aladdin. I remember that shit. <laughs> I vividly remember that. I, 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 I remember I, I remember Kim Not before she was on that bike with Kanye. <laughs> she definitely looked like Jafar. If you look at old fucking pictures of her, I remember when Chloe actually looked like her birth father. I remember when she looked like OJ. I, I remember this shit, but all of a sudden, all of them look different. Like, honestly, like, you know, the, uh, what did they call it? Um, the Snapchat dysphobia. I think that's what I'm saying the word wrong, but you literally have people who go out of their way to look like something that they're not. That's what I've seen, you know, both men and women are like, because I don't want it to be a thing where it's just women, but I've seen people go and they put them filters on where it's like, yo, like, Easy. That that's a yellow yeah that that's a yellow ass photo and then in person you my complexion I'm like God damn what the fuck happened yeah. like you 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 out here living a facade that you don't you already beautiful and you know men you beautiful too women you're beautiful I'm like yo just just be beautiful and it's diff- it's good to be different that's why when I see like certain celebrities they go and they do shit like I swear um what what, what the fuck is her name um like Summer Walker like she went and she I was like yo. That woman was fucking beautiful. She's probably beautiful in her own way now, but some things you just don't have to, you don't have to chop but your you nose know, off. You don't have to. The issue is within, like, she's, the tattoo she puts on her face, like, I, I know her issues are within. It has nothing to do with 
how great people think she is or how beautiful people think she is. She's having an issue with herself within. That's what's showing on the outside. Yeah. Who the fuck gets those tattoos in their face as a woman? Yeah. I I, I just hope for the best for her if she ever hears this. Like, yo, like, you're beautiful. And I just wish people would just tell people that they're beautiful the way that they fucking are. Like, I hope, like, a guy... Talented. Yeah. Like, I, I would I would hope tomorrow, like, you know, you know how they say, like, pay it forward? I hope people pay it forward and just acknowledge, like, the accomplishments that, you know, and the compliments that people give you. Well, tomorrow, I, like, I don't want to say I demand, but I hope somebody can go up to somebody, just give them a compliment. That doesn't mean you're trying to holler at them. That doesn't mean that you're trying to fuck with them. Just go up to somebody and be like, hey, like, you know, you're a great pair of shoes. Or, you know, as a man, it is not game to compliment another man. You can say, you know what? I like your outfit. Or say, you know what? you're doing your job you look nice in your outfit something like that that can honestly make somebody's day because you would never know who you will run across that's why you have platforms like these you never know who you're talking to until you actually get in the room with them trust me i've been in a lot of these little chats where i've seen people that are complete strangers and you would just see by the name it's like okay there's a white guy and there's like a black woman they may never relate they might have different politics they might have different ways of thinking different views but once they open their mouth and you can like tell their character they're like oh i actually may have just changed my view on certain things i may have even made a friend because you know what the, the platform let me do it so maybe that's a good tie-in for this app because you you never know who you're talking to but at the same time you don't know the relationships that you can have and that even ties into like not says um summer walker and all of them like like just compliment people. Make sure that people feel loved, even if you don't love them. Just like you know what, like, just just be, just be nice to people. Man. So, because you nothing to be a good person, dog. Yeah, yeah. Be be a good person to everybody but Kanye. That that's all I ask for people. Uh, just just, <laughs> just be just be nice to everybody but Kanye. Kanye does not deserve the nice things. Until he puts out another good album, Kanye does not deserve the nice things. He has beautiful gowns. He has a beautiful wife, beautiful children. He's a millionaire. He, he has all the good things in life. But if he keep putting out these bullshit-ass albums, he gonna, he gonna have to have to talk to me. He gotta talk to me. Um, who, who else does, like, beautiful things, but then they just, like, they have an ugly spirit? Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. Who is somebody that I can think of that just has like an ugly ass spirit? Um, Ice Cube, he, he he has ugly spirit right now, but we we ain't you know this isn't a politics show. Uh, who has an ugly spirit? Um, Lauren Hill when she shows up late to concerts and shit, that's ugly spirit type of shit. So um, there's her. Um, man, I could go down a list about like ugly spirits and shit like that, but we, I, this is not you know it's not the show for that. Um. Let me see. What, what else do you have? Because I'm sure you have like a list of questions and things you okay. want to t- you know to talk about. For you, before I like fall into my head because I'm tired of shit. But um, okay, what is what is uh what was the question I was gonna ask? I had a brain fart. What is one thing that started off bad but ended up really good for you? Mm. What is one thing that started out bad and ended up good? It could be a situation. It could be an, uh, a person you met that you just hated at first. And now you're just like best of friends. Like, you know, mm. what, one, one thing that started really bad and ended up really good. One thing that started out bad and ended up good. 
Um, I'd say my marriage, to be completely honest. When I say my marriage... Oh, now I'm, you got to tell me about this shit. What happened? Yeah, no, the relationship went, you know, is good. The marriage went good, but it was the getting there. Because before I got with my now wife, I was, you know, in a very, I won't say a toxic relationship, but I was going through a phase where it was more so, you know what? I was kind of like in player player mode. Like I would tell a girl that like I, I cared about or something like that. And I did care about her, but I cared about a lot of different women. Right. And, you know, th- there was one girl that I like was talking to before my now wife and we had broken it off. And once we had broken it off, like I, I just wasn't in the right space being that, I guess saying that I was going out here just doing anything. You know, I would talk to this girl, I talk to this girl and I, I was just like fucking around. Like, you know, I bring this girl home. I go out and I be out drinking and stuff like that. So I, I just really wasn't in a good headspace. And I guess like, I don't want to bring like, you know, spirituality and like religion into it, but you know, I, I just got sat down really quick. When I say sat down, meaning like I went and I had to talk to a friend, one of my friends and they were like, Greg, like you got to slow down, man. Like at that point he was married and he was in a relationship and he was using his relationship against me. And it was like, oh, well, you know, I can't go out anymore because, you know, me and my girl, we working out. And then I was seeing this. I'm like, oh, he's happy. Why the fuck can't I be happy? Why can't I have that? And the reason why I couldn't have that is because I wanted it all. I wanted to, you know, have somebody care about me and I could care about everybody. So it's like, okay, I wanted that girl to care about me. I wanted to care about her, but I also want to care about this girl. So I had an A, a B, a C, and a D, but A cared about me, B cared about me. C, all of them cared about me, but... I didn't give them that same equality. And I had to learn, you had to learn to let go of A through D. So I let go of all of it. I was like, you know what? Like, I can't talk to none of y'all. I'm, I'm done. And I sat on it for like, you know, like two, three months. And that was a dry period for me. I was like, yo, I'm not getting no ass, you know? And it wasn't like voluntary. It was more so, you know, like those relationships I built with those women. Now I've kind of like lost their trust. So since I lost their trust, you know, I couldn't go back and be like, hey, you know, can we still try to work things out? It was already done. It was kaput at that point. And yeah. I had to sit and stew in it. So then a few months later, I was like, you know, let me try it. You know, let me see. Like, I've learned the error of my ways. And more importantly, I'm willing to learn somebody else and just open my heart a little bit. And then in came my now wife. And I was able to be not only humble, but just understand that like women deserve more than what I was giving them at that time. Once I learned that life has been good. Life's been great. I will say though, they, you know, there are some like pros and cons to it. Cause you will have arguments. You will have fights. I know I have, mm-hmm. but I've learned more about myself. Just knowing that like you have to grow in order to just ask for, you know, others to grow with you. So you have to grow yourself. And that for me was like the main point. I'm glad you got there. Shoot. Yeah. My, it, I'm telling you. Get there until like their mid 40s or their late 40s or their 50s and just like. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's it's hard. And, you know, I know we're going to get off it soon, but I think the reason why it's so hard is because we don't accept. I guess we as men don't accept being wrong, even when we are. And then when we're right, like, you know, we brag about being right. But the moment that we're wrong, it's like, hey, nobody can tell me I'm wrong, even though I know I'm wrong. Sometimes you got to have somebody call you like, hey, you fucking up right now. And you have to accept that. If you can't accept it, then you won't change. And I know I had to change. I know a lot of other men have to change. And I guess tying it into like the point of our show, like you have to let go of the people who won't allow you to change. 
So I guess that's a, a, a great tie into like you can't keep people. You can't keep, Don't keep people, man. Friendships Just you can't keep. Let it, when you let go, you'll see who the people that want to stay and the people that want to stay with you will show up for you. Period. Yeah, it, it matters the most, man. So I mean that that was I guess like a great like tie into the show. You know, we were hoping to get more like. You know what that mouth do from you. Hope you know people. I guess like people next week will go and say more, and they'll do more, and just like comment a little bit more because we want to talk to you guys. Um, but you lead us out as usual, so I'll let you get to it. <sighs> the rule of the game is to support the people that support you, and in order to see the people that support you, you have to let go of needing to have these people do something to show you. Sometimes the reassurance in your friendships or your family or um, your relationship is not talking and just observing or stepping away from that shit so you can see the bigger picture. You don't keep people. Like, if I'm in a relationship with you, I'm here because I want to be here, not because you got a girlfriend or you got a boyfriend or you're mine, or I, I'm claiming you, like, that shit is so, like, tiring, so just live your life, and, um, choose your people wisely, not your fate, choose your mate, not your fate, um, and I appreciate you guys for listening to Loud Mouth tonight, or this AM, depending on where you are in the globe, my name is Sham from She Gets It, and I'm Greg from Young Black and Bothered, and uh, we appreciate y'all. All right, we'll talk to y'all for the next episode. Peace, 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 and grease. <laughs>